Hello and welcome, folks, to another edition of RSF Radio. I am your host, Joe Monday, and tonight I have a very special guest coming off a hot win from Street Fighter League. It's Rob Take the Throw TV. Hey, man. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, bro? I feel amazing right now, man. You should, honestly. I, I think great. you should. I think you had a you had a pretty good performance. It was uh, it was week one of SFL today, uh, so yeah. I think it was good. Of, so for people who are used to getting the show early morning on Thursdays, we waited until after the show uh, today to have this conversation and get this episode out because I think there's a lot to talk about uh, after your. Pretty strong showing. Uh, before we do that, though, I like to throw it over to the guest at the start of the show, and you pitch whatever you have going on right now. So if there's something you want to get out, like if you've got a stream going, if you've got a YouTube channel, anything you have going on, I mean, we know you have the SFL going on, and we'll lead into that, yeah. but if there's anything on your radar right now that you want to put out there, let the people know. Uh, I definitely will say, uh, you know, since we're esports, these Twitter followers and all that type of stuff uh, matter. So <laughs> if you can follow your boy, if you look up Rob TV on Twitter, I'll pop up. But my handle is actually like R-O-B-T-E-E-V-E-E, -E -E, even though that's not how my actual tag is spelled. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, just look up uh, Rob TV Gaming on YouTube. I'm heavy on like YouTube content creation and Rob TV Live on Twitch. But outside of me, I just want to make sure I uh, give a big shout out to players like El Chicote, Mike Too Strong. Uh, Brian F, just a kid, you know, the list is long, but I definitely always try to go out of my way to uh, show love and help shine light on my Midwest homies just as they would do for me. Oh, hell yeah. I'm for that. All those players. Uh, I I think they deserve more coverage than, than they probably get as is. Speaking definitely. of Mike Too Strunk, by the way, and also El Chicote, uh, because this is applicable to him last year, but... Uh, the R Street Fighter player sponsorships are the voting period will end at noon Friday, which is like tomorrow. There's only a couple hours left if you're listening to this episode right now. Uh, Mike Too Strong is in second place right now behind Didi Mokov. Uh, oh, so he made it to second? He, he's in second right now. We Let's might go, see, Mike! We might see your boy out there. I'm I'm excited about I I can't I don't vote. I recuse myself from voting, but if I would, you know hey, I'm gonna vote for now. that. You know yeah, I'm gonna vote for that. Zang. You got to, bro. <laughs> of course. You got I to. But that's just my bias showing. Uh but your bias towards all those players out in the Midwest, I'm for that. Uh but you have something else going on right now. Something a little bit more prescient to talk about because we just watched the episode uh, Street Fighter League week. I guess they're calling this week two, but this really feels like week one. It's because, really like the first because now we actually have matches and everything right. instead of just the draft. Yeah, right. so this is really like the kickoff. And you know, dude, like outside of my own, you know, well, I guess we'll get into it. Go ahead, go ahead. Or we get into it. Yeah, I just want to talk about your experience with it because the last week was the little bit of drama with the. The choosing player, not actually not a whole lot of drama choosing players. Honestly, it was, uh, in my opinion, last week was kind of bland. And I was I was kind of bummed out that they didn't give as much credence to the drafted players. It was here's the team leaders and they it did pretty good coverage of who those people were to, you know, people who might be watching who aren't familiar with their play. But yeah. didn't necessarily give a whole lot of details on like any other of the the players on the couch. 
Uh, it seemed but, like it was like really focused focused on the captains as far as really showing personality and things of that nature. Yeah, which is fine if they're planning on spreading that out throughout the course of however many weeks this is going to go for. Uh, because they really, they had, I don't know if there's been a schedule posted. Oh yeah, they, as far as the actual uh, airtime. Yeah, is it just every week? Every Thursday, so it's going to be every Thursday at seven p.m. Eastern. Uh, you know, four p.m. Pacific. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, but but yeah, they definitely, I definitely, um, they definitely focus on the captains a lot. I think that I personally would imagine that that's because they're. Well, I would imagine when they're casting this, they don't know who's going to win the online tournaments. You know, so they're not really casting that part. Right. They don't know who's going to win a fan vote. So to me, banking on especially Punk, Justin Wong, and Knuckle Do mm-hmm. bringing in viewers and things of that nature. Right. But I definitely, you know, like I said, I'm I'm really happy with how everything is, you know, is, you know, shot and all that. But I definitely know what you mean as mm-hmm. far as you know, they're really just focused on the captains in the first episode. Yeah, I guess that's not, I guess that's not all that surprising because in terms of play, the the people who were chosen through the online and through fan voting. Have, I guess there's not there's not like a story yet around them. I personally, I think y'all have a good story to tell. Like I could tell a story about every single one of y'all, <laughs> but like, none, but none that's that the, that's the weird thing though. Like, remember right? the E League? Do you remember yeah. what, like there was uh not the TV show but the uh the actual E League and they had it like a average like the average Joe versus the pro or something like that <laughs> yeah yeah but see that's it was neon. that's the thing that's like they're calling <laughs> like the, to people who know obviously like to say right. oh yeah Rob TV online warrior shine online warrior like online war- that's really not true like obviously right. we're strong tournament players but I guess you know it looks interesting for I guess casuals who don't really follow the scene I suppose I guess, but it's like it's no, seeing is, up to snuff being characterized as like, oh, he's he's the online warrior. I'm like, yo, I watched this dude <laughs> oh fuck up God. Mago like two years ago. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, like we're obviously like legitimate strong players in the country. So. Yeah, clearly, clearly, it's just that like maybe coverage to these play. Well, now that up to snuff is is out on the west coast, I've I've seen him a lot more now actually on Oh, you know how that goes. in you online spaces. Goes. But like mm-hmm. he used to be co- like Lucky D used to promote the shit out of him. But like shout outs to Lucky D and Traveling yeah, Control that's, by the and way. And that scene in general, I really love that scene. Oh yeah. That's just that, cuz that's where uh that's where Burkish and everyone's at, right? Right. Is right, that, right. Yeah, yeah, I love that scene. Yeah, they uh they do a really good The thing is, I think they do a great job promoting themselves and promoting their events and doing that shit. But if you guys haven't heard of Lucky D and Traveling Controller, then that one's you're missing out. There's some good shit. Um, Definitely. But Enough about them. Uh, what about you and your experience with the Street Fighter League? I I guess I haven't asked you this question yet, but and I don't know how much you can say, but what was your experience with this in the in the filming thereof? Okay, so uh, so break this, this is very so this is very this is very like petty right here, right? But so when we got there, uh, so you know I'm I'm excited, like you know everything's good and some announcements and then like i see these cool ass jackets mm-hmm. only for the captains 
Oh. So I'm immediately salty because those <laughs> jackets are so cool. Their names on it and everything like that. So at that point, I'm like, oh, that goddamn, you know, my, my Hollywood factor kicks in. I'm just like, damn, this is starting off on a bad foot. I need to body some folks or something. But uh, no, in, in all seriousness, like they really treat us really well out there. And, uh, right. You know, Michael Martin's out there. So, you know, uh, Mama Dow and everything. So there, there's like people that we know well from going to tournaments and everything. Right. Uh, now, I was... Now, uh, one thing I was heavy on is, I, I guess you guys see it now, the production actually looks really good. Yeah, yeah. Studio, I, when I seen that studio, I'm like, damn, that's beautiful. Yeah, I think it, it, it looks real good. Lights all, the stage and the, the commentator booth, it's all, it's all looking good. It, yeah, you know, it, it's perception probably hard is heavy. To, it's hard to, I guess it's kind of hard to tell of like how big that space is. Uh, it was at least interesting to me to see that space where the players are playing against each other, uh, they got rip on mic in front of like another screen, and then they take it to like the the quote unquote green room, and y'all are just like hanging out on a patio. Yeah, dude. That, oh, we had so much fun out there, man. I have so many. I have like vloggers that are gonna be coming out soon. Like I have so much like behind the scenes stuff. It's it's, it's actually mad hilarious. Okay. And you know another thing I'll say is I'm so happy with the scene is like when we did the the challenger the reality TV show, like. Um, mm-hmm. At first, when it was announced, a lot of support, but there's a lot of people who are negative as well, right? right. And um, my thing is, like, even when it comes to this or that, my thing is, that's how helpful these things are for all of us, even if you aren't the mm-hmm. one that's a part of it directly. That's like Justin Wong right now has like a, a billion sponsors, right? You know, uh, like personal sponsors. I'm genuinely happy and grateful. I'm grateful. Outside of just happy for him, I'm grateful as well because he's bringing those eyeballs in. And I hate to use the term trickle down because of the political implications, but you know that that sort of thing can just look good on the scene overall. Mm-hmm. So I have been really happy to see that throughout for throughout Twitter and everything. It looks like people are really supporting the Street Fighter League so far. Yeah. No, I uh, that's I, made me happy. I would agree with that. Instead of I maybe not trickle down, but I like to say it's it's a rising tide that raises all ships in this. That's a, that's a that's a good way to put it. Yeah, because that's just it was watching someone like Justin get that many opportunities from like that many spots. It's like I, I didn't he's check, like t- but is, nine it, now? is he like I broken a hundred sponsors at this point? I, I don't know. If like <laughs> he's like broke a hundred. It's like yeah, broken dude, three. Like, I, I jest. It's like I think he's looking for ten. I think that's what his right now. his 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 sweet spot was in the last interview that that he did. I forget where I heard him say that. Regardless, uh, no, it, it's I, I agree with you that seeing things like this and opportunities being taken and risks risks being taken on on things like this because when this was announced, oh boy, uh, this was lampooned by the community in a lot of ways. I don't know if you were even part of that of, uh, of people saying that they they don't like the the format. The banning is no good. Character ban and see, I love the character ban, dude. Mm-hmm. I, like I I see why people have an issue, but now of course, obviously, I play multiple characters, you know. Right. So you know, so it doesn't really affect me if somebody ban any of my characters. But at the same time, I think from a spectator standpoint, and just from a um, there was way more strategy behind it. 
-hmm. since we had to choose our player order we had to choose our player order without knowing our opponent's player order right and we had to choose our character band without knowing our opponent's character band so that added another another layer to it and another thing as far as the format uh, you know, people haven't really talked about this yet, but the fact that we did, at first I was tight that we weren't doing Pokemon style, which, you know, for yeah. those who don't know, Pokemon style just being if you win, you stay on, you get one life, that sort of thing. I like this style that we did. I think it's called Waseda or something like that. OK, because I saw people confused about in the chat. They were like, what, winner doesn't stay. This is this is strange. What's going on? You know what? That but that gives the opportunity for everyone to show their stuff no matter what. Right. You know, so I really like that as far as like airtime and everything. Like imagine that's like with our match uh, it, against uh, Team Spirit. Uh, that actually ended up benefiting you guys a lot. Yeah, that was really good. You know, mm -hmm. that for, for our guys to get those first two wins. But then now mm -hmm. Sean OCV or something like that. You're not saying he would or wouldn't have. But then now there's less of a chance for. Every, like you know one thing that would that was that could suck if you did Pokemon style. Let's imagine, for example, that like mm -hmm. is everyone and I'm not getting to play. And then in week seven, it finally comes down to me. Right. It's punk and I lost. Yeah, then but, the only people would know you for is that loss. They wouldn't know I didn't even else. get a chance to yeah, you know what I mean? So I I actually like this uh the the way that it's built, and I think it makes every player on the team even more uh, important. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's something that I guess I hadn't thought about until you had just mentioned it, but that actually does give a lot of credence just by uh, to all the other players who aren't the leaders just by having them get more airtime. I I so I agree with that. That's a yeah. It's a thing that I hadn't thought about. Um no, that's cool. Um so obviously, we have just watched episode uh one of the well, like week week one, week two, but whatever yeah. you want to call it. Uh, your team won your set against um, Team Punk. Oh, no, Justin. Oh, Justin. Team Justin. Sorry about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I got that all switched up in my brain. It was Punk versus Nephew's team. Yeah. Uh, regardless, uh, good show, by the way. You did well. Uh, Thanks, the character bands and the, the player order benefited your team, I think. Uh it was nice to see Vicious and Steve getting all excited, getting riled up uh, in that set. Uh, and then Justin has to hold that L until next, next <laughs> yeah. week. And, you know, and it's a double round robin, so we do play mm -hmm. every team twice. So, you know, of course, it'll be way later on, you know, but it's, that's a nice thing, too. Like, there's going to be, you know, run backs with everyone, which is which is cool. You know about it, but, man, I'll tell you what, after – when it came down to the end and it was like me and Justin and obviously like I still had two guys behind me. Justin was by himself. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there's the pressure. Like, I don't know if people play like if, if anyone listening plays bowling or plays bowling, if, if they bowl at all. But it's like if everyone got to strike that frame and now it's your turn. Right. It's like if you miss it, then you got to like buy everyone drinks or something like that. Like that's how I do it. Like my dad's bowling, <laughs> uh, like bowling league. Right. So I'm like, man, I got to get this damn W right now. And, you know, whether I win or lose, the Twitch chat is going to talk trash like they do. They talk trash about everybody. Of course, there's some people showing love, but there's a few people going to talk no matter what. But I was like, I don't want to give these guys the satisfaction. 
of being the only loss. So I was really happy to pull that out. Right. You know, no and definitely had to give the throws out. Had, had, to, had to give out the throws, Joe. You know what I mean? <laughs> you had to let the people know. You had to, had let, to let the people know. I had to throw every time. And yeah, people I mean, don't notice, man. Justin only DP. Like, people notice the throws. Mm-hmm. But Justin DP one time that set, and I blocked it. Uh-huh. My reads are on point. He did, I did. I went for a throw, and he, like, jumped. Yeah. I don't know where I got in his zone. He, I went for a throw. He jumped back in the corner on his wake up. And I whiff throw and then air to air target combo. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that one that one got picked up on the by the by the commentators there. It was it was a sick moment that people got was, hyped for. I have never done that before. Oh really? <laughs> Dead serious. I swear to goodness. I don't know why. Like I, I reacted to it and did that consciously, but I don't know like why that ha- I don't know I guess I guess my hands just did it and you I was like mad weird yeah ultra, dude, ultra like, instinct for TV yeah. <laughs> hopefully I didn't use hopefully I didn't use it all up in the first episode though but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely happy I'm definitely happy with how the first the, the first one went and outside of myself and our team mm-hmm. like come on man can, can we talk about toy yeah man what that dude is hilarious bro yeah he's making jokes the whole time like that whole <laughs> that's, that's just real good. That shit's real good, honestly. Yeah, yeah. That pop off was just unbe- like we're actually, you know, our team like do actually posted a video. Mm-hmm. Uh, like our team is actually in there in the studio. We're not out on the patio when that match is happening. Mm-hmm. So we're just sitting there, and all of a sudden we just see Toy do a somersault on the ground into <laughs> <laughs> the other team setup, and he jumped up in the air right in front of them, dude. Like. <laughs> That was unbelievable. Like, oh yeah. my god. Nah, it was I think that this is allowing for moments like that which are I don't know, like we're la- we're laughing and talking about it and like it's there's no, I mean there is a tournament this weekend. There's the the mix up uh, in France. But at the same time like I don't know, it's I I feel like this type of intimate player conversations don't necessarily get to happen on the CPT. Uh, but yeah. now it's like, I don't know. It's, it, it's fun for me to see punk Ben Nakali and be like, yo, this up to snuff guy. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said, he said, he said he should be the captain. I love when they asked punk. They said, so, uh, are you worried about anyone on the team? He said, no, he said, so there's Flat. nobody. No. no, he's like, can you, can you beat all of them? He said, yes. Yep. <laughs> That's it. I'm like, that's that's too good. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that was funny just to hear him curtly just say yes, no, very br- briefly just be like, nah, confidence in my answer here. Yeah, uh, no, that's godlike, man. And you know, and it's, and the team thing in general, Joe, like, it's just different. That's like, uh, yeah. proof, like Red Bull. I love, we all love Red Bull. Like. Uh, as far as the the, the the tournaments they put on for us, like proving grounds when we had the team tournaments, mm-hmm. it was all and it was all Street Fighter. That was so hype. There's so with Street Fighter League us having the team tournaments, it's a completely different dynamic mm-hmm. because you're you know like the, just the interaction is different. I love playing solo. That's my favorite, of course. But it's interesting, like not trying not to let your teammates down and coaching each other, hyping each other up and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's more interesting. I would argue that it's instances, it's more interesting from a spectator standpoint. And I think the FGC could grow into a bigger esport mm-hmm. if we have more team tournaments. I 
I believe that I agree with you. Uh, I think that uh, this was talked about on an episode like somewhere between five and ten weeks ago. I don't know how time works, uh, but I had Dustin Steiner on, who not who's like coming from a different perspective of like actual like other esports who have like quote unquote made it and are much larger than the FGC. And I think that team format and like his argument was that team formats are are good. You can tell a lot of different player stories and I mean I think that that's coming through I mean that was the case in the Gfinity series uh, in the UK I think that's that's true for Red Bull Proving Grounds and I think that's true here as well it's nice to see them take this risk and then I don't know like I think it's I think it's paying off and I think they're doing a good job in production uh, I'm interested to see where it goes uh, next week. Uh, again, I'd like to see a little bit more coverage of the the non-team leaders. But other than that, I'm I'm pretty pleased with it so far. You know, like uh, my, I always, you know, I think a lot about the business side of FGC, which <laughs> is almost a meme to even say business side of FGC because we barely, you know, have one so right now. But nah, for yeah, okay, go ahead. For, but for what we for what we do have, it's like you see so many sponsors. You know, we're just getting into the you know to the real talk. Like, right. there's so many sponsors who we see like come into the FGC, leave, you know, have a hard time turning a profit, whatever what have you. Um, I think that for one, obviously, you know, just just another conversation like content creation is important for players, especially for top players, as far mm-hmm. as trying to get these teams to turn on investment. But outside of that. I think it's a lot easier for when I look at optic, for example, in the shooting games, you know, Call of Duty and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, even if a player, if a player is with them, or even if a player leaves, they stay optic. Hmm. I feel like if I have X top player in the FGC, and they join a team and they leave a team, though the fans go with the player. A lot of times, right. like people are more fans of the player and they don't really look at the teams as a as a collect the team and the players collective. And I also think that's a it's, it's an issue of uh, a lot of these short short term contracts and everything. So there's not enough time to build brand identity. Yeah. But I think that the team thing, man, like imagine if we had like right now we got Street Fighter League. But imagine if this was a uh, team Echo Fox versus team Panda Global yeah. versus team, uh, you know, uh, whatever Hori or something like that, and at that point, I think it will be easier for teams to get a return on investment on what they're putting into the scene. Right, you get like Team UIU, Team Echo Fox, yes. all them yeah. out there being front. Like I, I somewhat agree with that. It's just one of those things where historically you look at what the FGC has been, and it's like player to player. At the end of the day, that's the thing, though. At the end of the day, the CPT will be the CPT. Like that's still not, have that. That's not going anywhere. There's still there's still too many tournaments to watch each week. Like each week, each month, there's at least one, if not two, premieres, and there's a ranking event every single week. Like there that's that's a lot of fighting games. That's a lot. So uh, that's doing perfectly fine. It, it doesn't is. hurt to add to add something else to it. Yeah, in in my opinion, it would be something along the lines of like, it would have to be like very invitational based. There would have to be, I don't know, I feel like there would have to be some kind of 
See, I was going to say outside money come in to run the league, but at the same time, it, it would almost have to be Capcom sponsored, but it would be hard to see them go after this as well. I I don't know. And still stay like try to stay global because it's not, I guess that's a problem too, is that the fighting game community is so global. Whereas uh, fucking, I don't so know. it's rough to, it's, it's rough to, uh, you know, spread it everywhere, but I mean, we got to start somewhere. Yeah. That's like, you know, so like right now, like I wish that we had Canada. Yeah. Early, honestly, you know, yeah, like I'm, I would have loved to see uh, Brutus or Cyril Blast or whatever in Street Fighter League. Yeah, but also you know, like I would have loved to have seen Capcom fighters promote the Street Fighter League in Japan. Like that is over and done with. Like they had their own league with like their own ups and downs. Powered by rage and everything. Yeah, yeah uh, as like they had a similar thing last year. It wasn't called the Street Fighter League but Rage did a whole team tournament thing last year that also didn't really get a whole lot of coverage in the States. But again, like there was drama and player stories to tell. And it was, it was an interesting format. They did a whole different format this year. Um, Doc Fugu covered all of it and you can read up all that stuff and catch up on the highlights on his, on his, um, his website. But like that, that didn't get a lot of promotion through Capcom. So is it like, or at least through Capcom USA. So you think yeah. it's like a so you think there's not a lot of cross promotion between the East and the West. Yeah, or even for like even even for the Street Fighter League. Like how many times have I I'm seeing it now. I'm seeing promotion for the Street Fighter League now, which is like it is happening now. I'm seeing it. But like during the online qualifiers or for voting or for what the rules even are, like the video of the rules wasn't even posted until it was Already we were done. already, yeah, like yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That right? was mad funny. I was wondering when I saw that. I was like, man, did, I was like, this did somebody like forget to hit the button? Yeah, like, and, and and like, like they just hit private <laughs> and went, man, there's no views on this. That's weird. <laughs> like, fucking yeah, gosh. that was mad funny. But you know, at the but you know, it's their it's the first season. You know, so mm-hmm. like I said, I think that that mm-hmm. I've had with people. I think that. uh they're learning a whole lot from this time. Like, I'm glad that they even got it off the ground. Like, one of the things I noticed, like, when we did uh, the Challenger, you had, like, Alienware, Cheez-Its, you know, all this stuff like that sponsoring. But when you look at this, uh, at Street Fighter League, I really just see, like, Capcom. Yeah. They are just using Capcom money. And also something... So that's beautiful. Something to think about this as well that... I don't think has like been talked about in the meta, but Andy Wong, who was like their, their front facing guy for promotional stuff. Uh, he left the company for Marvel, um, kind of around the start of street fighter league promotion time or like where it would be in the run up. And it was like very quickly that he left for Capcom for this other job and his position has not been filled. So I wonder if things have just been shifting around in, okay. inside of Probably some moving parts right now. Yeah, and yeah, I feel okay, like that's a possibility. Yeah, like Michael Martin and Mama Dow stepping up to maybe fill roles that they they haven't been in the past, or or if they're even looking yeah. to fill that position, I don't know. But with that said, they've kind of picked it up a little bit now. Like we're moving, we're have, in. They really have. They, I mean, they've like they've been killing it. Whoever like whoever's doing the social media, like Capcom social media, mm-hmm. their Twitter's been killing it during this. Since Street Fighter League has been, you know, since it's been going, yep. they've been retweeting, you know, posting stuff, different like 
pictures and whatnot. So, you know, they're, they're doing really good right now. So yeah, yeah, Street Fighter League looks like it's in a good place. Yeah, they're up on their engagement. So I'm like, it, it's one of those things where I'm like kind of like sour faced about it where I'm like, man, where was this stuff like months ago in the lead up? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 let's get yeah, this yeah. shit out there so people like know about it. Like, I mean, and this is cool that you're doing it now, but it's like, hmm, I'm like kicking the dirt. Like, dang, this I'm hoping I'm hoping that uh, I might message him. I'm hoping Hot Fight uh, does clips and whatnot from Street Fighter League. Oh, I guarantee because he's on that. Like, he's man. Like, Hot Fight's so important, man. I love his. I love his uh, his account. It, it, he is. He's a blessing. We need to take out like a, a life insurance policy on High Fight because that man is too important Absolutely. to the fighting seriously, game community. Seriously, yeah. Like High Fight is that, that's the goal right there. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I guarantee he he's on that right now. I mean, even though he's probably supposed to be asleep. <laughs> He probably stays. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he'll watch this shit tomorrow. Probably editing uh, away, or yeah, he'll be on it first thing in the morning. But, uh, but anyway, that's what you've got going on with Street Fighter League. Is there anything else that you're like able to talk about, or things about the the league that people might not know about that that are little interesting bits of information? Hmm. There's some interesting stuff, but I'm trying to think if there's anything. Like I'm, 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 I'm sure there's stuff that you're like I cannot talk about it because of you actually, know, yes, either behind uh, the scenes or like just business stuff. That's yeah, just because of it. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna risk it. If I think of anything, I bring it up later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's right that's fine. We'll we'll keep that in the in the after show, which will not be recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't, right. Don't exactly. Break, don't want to break kayfabe here on live yeah, on podcast, definitely. which is like not actually live. Anyway, uh, no, that's cool. And I, it seems that people are excited about it. I see a lot of engagement in other places. So I'm it at the same time. I do see a lot of people saying it sucks that we can't see people's primary character we're seeing these secondaries that aren't as strong. People say that, but like, again, like nephew wasn't the the player who got nerfed in that set. Yeah, there's right? one. The thing is, there's one ban per match. Like as far as right. you can only ban one, so that means that most the overwhelming of the majority of the matches will not have a character ban. Right. It's still very important, especially because usually you're trying to nerf who you think is the biggest threat on the other team. But the thing is, they have the opportunity to do so as well. So it's not just one sided. Right. Now, of course, in some situations like a Adam or Toy, like where they're really just known for one character, mm-hmm. then that's really, you know, that's a rough, that's a rough situation. Yeah, I think it makes sense. Um, but I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes. And again, this is like just after the kickoff. Uh so we're all like it's still fresh. Uh, I think you, did, you had a good performance. I think that the uh, the coverage of you you got talked up on the mic, which was was nice to hear. Um, and we're all good. But other than that, what do you got planned? Because the CPT is it's moving right now. We're we're in oh, it. Oh yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, obviously. It's rough out here for in these unsponsored streets. <laughs> yeah. So definitely grinding, trying to do everything I can to get to uh, to get to these events. Um, well, I mean, you me- you mentioned it, so let's let's get into it because 
sponsorship has been something on that's like that was the hot button issue last week and people have been talking about it but yeah you said something here but here's the other thing actually let's reel this back because i feel like any time that you and just historically speaking i feel like whenever you step up to a mic and there are people listening you say something that is, that shakes people's foundation and they go there are arguments that happen immediately it's following on, after what on twitter and everything yeah, whatever the you fuck know, you bro, say i don't know that's interesting like um you know i'm i like when i say these things or when i go and have these conversations i never i'll never intentionally like oh let me go and try to <laughs> right. make a big twitter moment <laughs> i'm genuine that's like in that situation like um for those who don't know what happened basically um mm-hmm. i was we were over in california there's a lot basically we're over there for uh for street fighter league mm-hmm. i went over to wednesday night fights and, and uh me it was me dual kevin and just a kid you know midwest guys and you know we're talking trash to cali they're talking trash back friendly we're all g- good friends you know yeah uh, but of course, there's regional pride, so we want to have you know a money match. Kev is actually the one, dual Kevin's the one who actually you know was pressed to the press the idea at first. And we're like, all right, uh, so I asked Unc or you know, Vi, Uncle uh, Vi, so I asked Unc, like, yo, can you put this on stream? And he said he could put it on stream for us. And what ensued was Kev ended up going first, his Pokemon style, mm-hmm. and Kev ended up just washing everybody. The other team was uh. It was Panoy, Stupendous, and Commander Jesse, and Kev beat everybody. Which you know, shout out to those guys. But we get our bragging rights right now, okay, Cali? We, we you know, we earned that. So yeah, you know, you he had, he, he the washed them. <laughs> yeah, you know, he washed them. Uh, mm-hmm. But afterwards, immediately, I'm hype. You know, I popped off. I jumped off the stage and I screamed like, you know, I didn't do a toy somersault roll or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know I'm in Wednesday night fights and I'm just screaming I'm like yo like they have it easy out here like they'll have it easy coming Which, from like, my soul right to some they might have heard that as like a flippant like that's not a, like a that's not a quote unquote nuanced statement to say they got it easy out here so it it, it, it is been, it's like it's straightforward yeah it might have been received yeah. a little negatively from someone on the on the west coast let's say which is completely understandable which but Mm-hmm. It's not like at that point I got in depth yet. So then I got on the mic. I was able to clarify, you know, what I was actually, uh, what I was getting at. So for one, you know, I'll just say that, especially like, you know, what Vi did and everything. Okay. One, they deserve the opportunities that they have in general as a scene because Vi and I'm not sure as far as the rest of the history, but mm-hmm. the OGs built up that scene to be as popular and as big as it is to have something as huge as Wednesday night fights and everything. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's, that's a, a beautiful thing and people can't help where they were born at. And you know, they, they happen to have that platform. Then it is what it is. It's good for them. Uh, now where the frustration comes in is it's no one's fault, but in the end of the day, you have it ah oh man damn the wording how can i in the end of the day like i, I mean because like damn i i i realize how um no, I, I, easily shaken people are but what i'm right. saying this is what i'm gonna say man like it is 
what I'm saying is 100% facts, and this is stuff that we regularly talk about these things. Right. I'm shocked that this was like a viral thing because yeah. this is how we talk behind the scenes. These are just like, here's like the other thing that I was going to say, like I, with these things that you say that shake the, like the foundation, the cores of people who are part of the FTC. I, anytime you've said it, I'm like, yeah, that's just how it be. Like that's, that's how it is. It's, it's the like, truth. It's, yeah. It's the truth. It's, this you is like a very simple, like thing. Come on people. Like, concept. It's not deep. Yeah. It's like, okay. So you mean to tell me that, for example, just a person comes to mind. You mean to tell me that Brian F lives in California. And does all the stuff. He's already big. He's already Brian F. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm already. I, I have my own fans and whatnot. A drop TV or whatever. Right. I'm doing. I'm doing my thing. I get on Street Fighter League. All that. Cool. But if I've Rob TV lives in California and goes to Wednesday night fights every week, mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'm bigger than what I am right now. Even if I did all the same things, Brian F. Is bigger than he is right now. You know, Justin Wong even tweeted this out. And, and of course, when Justin tweets it, it's okay. But God forbid, <laughs> uh, me of less clout. Right. Uh, says the same thing. The now you have issue. little followers. <laughs> little follow- exactly. Just like it. Just like I can say things that somebody of less followers can't say. You know, it's it's a shame how that works. But outside of just oh being on stream for Wednesday night fights and things like that, which is already huge in itself. Right. Outside of that, he's like when you see oh this company sponsored this player, this company sponsored. All right, I want anybody to go on Google and look up. X company headquarters. Where that? And I want you to tell me what fucking state it says that it's in. <laughs> that doesn't matter. You're out of your damn mind. Right. Do you know how? Like, and what? And this we're adults. And what? You know, business or just in general, and what part of life does connections not matter? Yeah, zero. If, yeah like so so obviously it means a lot if this you know uh person who works for this company right down the street and i could just come across them and you know i i i come across them in passing or something like that to me there's no coincidence that Mm -hmm. to me i mean not just to me I, i i shouldn't be trying to be politically correct it is what it is i'm stand on it Obviously, there's more opportunities for players in the in the West Coast, even if they're of similar skill or similar name. It's easier to build a name in the West Coast because of the platform. And even when we out, go outside of players and look at like, you know, commentators and personalities, right. I don't see personalities and commentators from the Midwest, from the South. Nope. I don't see that huge names and commentating Capcom Cup events and all that type of stuff and being flown out. You they're all living California. And now unless I'm and that this is no slight because all of those guys and, and everybody over there doing that, God bless them. Those are friends of mine. Like I'm happy for them. They're grinding but up. That, they're they're putting in a lot of hard work. Like putting in a lot of hard that, work. That's something and, that that needs to be housed in this conversation is that just because the connection is there and like the the opportunity is there does not mean that the hard work is not there either. That's all part of it. Yes, and that's what people were trying to ignore from my right. my statement. So, um, so, but in the end of the day, what we have to realize is even if you're busting your ass, ten out of ten. If somebody else can be busting their ass 10 out of 10 as well, but they don't get the same results because they don't live there. 
So unless I'm supposed to believe that, oh, the hardest working commentators and personalities live in California, Midwest not working as hard, Atlanta not working as hard, Texas not working as hard. Or am I to believe that, yeah, you have just as much personality over here, but you just don't live there with these certain people. Mm. You know, and, and another thing I want to bring up, and, and this is, hmm, damn, do I want to go there? F- F- Joe, fuck it. We're doing it. Let's go, okay. Joe. All right. So <laughs> let, it, let it rip. Th- so this is the thing, man, as far as psychology is concerned. Mm-hmm. Fans, when they, fans, hmm, I can put it. Okay. When they see you in a pictures with a certain person, with certain people, mm-hmm. or they see certain people tweeting you out, or, or that you're friends with certain certain people, they start to associate you with those people. Hmm. So you, their, uh, let's say clout, of clout, you kind of get like, you you bask in their aura of clout. Right. And you get a little piece of it yourself, right? So that's just like, for example, um, Lupe, you know, I met Lupe on the show, on the Challenger. He follows me on Twitter. That's a good somebody, follow. <laughs> that's a good follow, right? Because when somebody goes to my page, it, let's say they don't follow me yet, it says, yeah. it shows you who notable people who follow me. And one of the people you're going to see on there, like you're going to see uh, Lupe Fiasco on there. Mm-hmm. Among, you know, Problem X and Shein and XYZ. Even though I don't care about these things, I'm, I know that the people's mm-hmm. even subconsciously they do care so even so so even if i do have like i'm friends with all these people in cali and the biggest names in fgc and x y and z right but it's different being friends with somebody from across the country and living there because let's say i shoot you know i make youtube content right right so let's say i shoot a vlog here in ohio or here in the midwest so let's say that vlog features now XDSC Hitman uh, and um, Diablo Bison, right? These are, you know, good friend, a couple good friends of mine. All right. Now, let's say it features them. All of a sudden, even if it's the same fucking content, let's say I happen to be in Cali. And now instead I'm with, you know, somebody else who's, who's a good friend of mine, Sherry Jennings or Justin Wong, who I'm good friends with. Let's say my vlog is now with Sherry and Justin same content and we say all the same words and the personalities were the same people are more likely to want to watch that the video on cali with justin and sherry uh-huh that that is 100 percent. that's that's 100 percent true of this show that people are listening to right now like if if you listener are coming to this show after listening to last week's show with long island joe because long island joe popular guy very popular guy love him he's great if you've continued to listen to this because of that, this is exactly what Rob is talking about. Exactly, and and it's so frustrating to like, because on one hand, which is and no like, shame, no shame to the viewers. Like finding like good, it's good, human. It's a it, no shame at all. Like it's good content is good content. Yeah. It is out there. It's fine, but there's like a lot of it. It's hard to find, so you got to go to people who you trust. It's that's the exactly. whole psychology of it. Like right. These and, people and, uh, are part of the FGC. They're trusted. Like it's there's some trust. There's some trust there. for years, and that's when people say like, "Oh, well, build your own Wednesday night fights." Yes, okay, I agree. And we are trying to build your own NLBC, and that's what everyone, you know, of course, we're trying to do that. Like shout out to Callisto in, in Chicago and all that, and Gwinnett Brawl down in in Atlanta, and yeah. Nober in Indianapolis with Hell God yeah. like God like Saturdays now God like Fridays, things like that. But what we have to understand is 
there's something called um goodwill in business there's something called like skin in the game right like companies when you buy your uh fucking mug group beer it says since 1909 <laughs> but in but, it's good it says since 18 fucking 42 that matters right. the and it's and god bless them for starting it that early but no matter what there's more backstory so you're going to trust those people more so being around those people that you trust more makes it so that it's gonna you know you're going to get opportunities you know off of that right. and i just want to clarify because i brought this up to you before beforehand like uh as far as prep a little prep for the show i halfway didn't even want to get touch on this topic right. but i feel like i run a risk um i was telling joe about this <laughs> have cognitive dissonance because on one hand i feel like if i talk about this too much people can get the wrong idea and think that i'm complaining all the time or that i'm pressed on this if i go out of my way man as far as like you know i've busted my ass on making content and you know uh giving people advice through direct messages and stuff like that and winning tournaments and traveling on my own money with a fucking nine nineteen ninety something car and man dude so i'm busting my ass bro like i'm i'm not sitting here making excuses and not right. getting opportunities i'm grinding so don't think that i'm sitting here being some lazy ass dude and complaining but I just feel like if I don't say anything, I'm letting down the other people who don't even have as much of a voice as I have. Right. You know, so I kind of feel like I have to if some if other people either are uncomfortable doing it or just don't have the voice to do it themselves. Right. Or that they'll give up thinking that there isn't opportunity because exactly. there is. There's there's things that you can do. You can put yourself out there. You can you gotta hit the grind. You gotta be out there doing it. Like yeah. the communities that you mentioned. Like I know that there's there's places literally all over the world who are putting in work week after week, who are putting on good shows. Uh, there's a whole list of them in the the LFN. We've got them all listed on the sub and the wiki. Like I know they're out there. Or even like but the other thing you gotta think of is that like the the two streams that are running major Capcom events are Level Up Live and Team Spooky. Yeah, you talk, oh yeah, no, for sure. Like those those Definitely. are the two that are running it. So like it's so what got me was actually during the the episode, uh, the Street Fighter League that we just watched, where Up to Snuff is on stream, and this was a very flippant thing that makes total sense for for someone to say. But Tasty Steve on mic says something along the lines of, "Oh yeah, Up to Snuff, he's like he's coming up now. He's he's one of the like these new up and coming players." And me in my head thought like, mm-hmm. "No." Uh, that's not true. It's just that he hasn't been front and center on popular FGC streams that, to actually get his face out there. Like his his stream at, at Evo, or his match at Evo two two years ago, or like his I don't even think he he made the stream at Evo last year. But like I know he placed well. He placed well two years ago. He's been strong for a very long time. Or. Mm-hmm. You look at something like uh, like this is historically true. You see players being put next to players who are in in positions of like quote unquote high clout. Like, what do you think 
everyone was at, what show do you think everyone was trying to ask and get on eight, nine years ago, seven years ago? They all wanted to be on cross counter. They wanted to sit on that couch with Gutex and Mike Ross. They wanted to be on it's, that excellent. That adventures. puts you to a different level of legitimacy to, to people. That's, that's and all that can lead to more opportunities for you. Yeah. And that's the, and that's the thing, you know, so, uh, and, and it, like I said, and it's, it's like for, I, I bring it, you bring up a good point up to snuff. So at Capcom, I mean, at Canada, Canada cup and, uh, what is the other one? Combo breaker. Mm-hmm. I bodied those fucking tournaments last year. Now, obviously I didn't win, but I, I, I <laughs> right. killed that shit though. Yeah. You so did very good. You did very well. Breaker, I got 17th, right? And that's when I beat, um, I had beat uh, John Takuchi and uh, Itabashi on both on stream, right? So it was a big deal to people. Now at Canada Cup, man, you took out Soroku, get fucked. <laughs> right, right, my dude, he's <laughs> killing this year. He's killing it this year. That's my yeah, God. no, he's, he's fucking red. Shout out to Terrence. <laughs> Canada Cup, you know, I beat, like I said, Terrence, Neon, Gamer B, J Wall, all these people, and I got 13th. Mm-hmm placement but we like when if a if a fan comes up to me in a tournament i mean at a tournament they're way more likely to bring up right uh combo breaker they don't even no one brings up canada cup actually no off stream so that's how important that visibility is it doesn't even count right if it didn't happen on stream and yet and yet so many like I hear so many voices on the online fighting game community say that the FGC is a meritocracy. It only matters how good you do, how nah. good you do. To <laughs> Hell no, <be nah. laughs> fucking no. That's fucking wrong. That shit just at that that actually just came up in a heated in a heated Reddit moment, not on our Street Fighter. I think it was on our Tekken, where someone was trying to call out UIU's Aru or her stream, whatever the fuck. Yeah. I, I didn't look into it or get it. I just saw her post about it on Twitter, but like basically people trying to call her out. Like she's not a professional player. She's just a stream. It's like, yeah, but that shit doesn't matter. She's putting in a lot of work in, in this she like she's, she's doing her own grind. That is different and separate from the tournament grind. Like those, those aren't necessarily, those are two different skills, obviously, but like the being one is harder than the other or nothing like yeah, that. Yeah. But like being on the tip of people's tongue when it comes to FGC conversations, does not only rely on tournament tournament uh, numbers like how no. how it turns out. It just doesn't doesn't work that way. And on a and on that meritocracy thing, the one thing I like with the, not the one thing I like about the FGC. I love tons <laughs> of shit about the FGC. But one of the things I do love is I think that this is about as close right. as you're gonna get, and it's still not a meritocracy. Right. That's like um yeah, <laughs> like I feel like. Uh, part come, uh, that that part comes down to the fact that if you're gonna go and do like what Punk and Taquito's doing and win the whole fucking tournament, right? Now it don't matter. They have to put you on stream. Yeah, you're winning money, even if they, you know. So it is what it is. But thirteenth or ninth or something like that, you still body players. Like you still went to work, but. It just doesn't matter if they don't put it on stream. And if you don't live in those certain areas, like, I mean, how many people watch Wednesday night fights every week, man? Yeah. Oops. Sorry. Oh, sorry. NLBC? Sorry. Is that your dog? Yeah, sorry about that. That's Brick. He wants to, he wants to get on the he podcast. Agreed. Let, let, yeah, yeah. He's, he's howling out. He's shouting it out, man. 
that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, but look at that. Look at look at see Brick trying to get his airtime. I feel hey Brick, get it how you live, Brick. Yeah, he try he trying to put his name on on this show. Put his name He's got out more there. followers on Instagram than I do. What the fuck? Yeah, come on now, bro. Uh, By the way, are you are you in the Midwest, Joe? I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm from Pittsburgh. Oh, damn. You a Steelers fan? Western Pennsylvania, let's say. Uh, Like, I kind of have to be in Steelers Nation, but, like, not not really. Uh, More of a hockey fan. Penguins fan. Okay, okay. That'll piss more people off. But, like, I recognize that I can go to any city in America and find a Steelers bar. Like, I I get that. It's it's fucking out there. Um, But, yeah. Western PA, man. Not, not quite Midwest, but just about. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, you know, but another thing as far as just this whole, you know, as the whole like uh, the coast to coast thing, and how you were saying like a lot of times where I rile people up or some shit like that, but or even if it's people agreeing or disagreeing or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I think that it's worth noting that more towards a damn. Okay, how can I not trigger anyone? Uh, okay, the type of culture that makes me ask, how can I not trigger one? With us moving more towards that culture, mm-hmm. there's a lot of pros and cons to it. Right. But as far as trying to come up as a player, I think that hmm. this whole esports stuff, it was a lot easier. Of course, we have it easier in the sense that we have Street Fighter League and all these opportunities thanks to the OGs building this. So I'm yeah. fully aware of that. Like these yeah, guys. Yeah, there's, there's right, a lot more people involved, or at least a lot used, more eyeballs on it. They had to use damn VHS tapes and stuff like that. Like yeah. Sanford never let me forget. You know, the OGs always t- t- telling me about the old days, the dark ages. You know. Uh, yeah, I mean, like fucking look at people flip out last week over there was another camera angle of <laughs> of the Daigo Perry, and like that fucking really. That, uh, yeah, you didn't see that. Mark Mann was like, "Oh yeah, I found this camera that just happened to be on," and people were like blowing their minds, like, "Yo, we have another angle of the same moment that's been shared across all of social media." Yo, I didn't know that. <laughs> but I like, wanna, everyone's gotta, like super excited about because like, there's there's more of this shit existing. What? <laughs> right. So, but I would say one of the, one of the things I would say that we do have harder. Mm-hmm. Is it's harder to really show your personality nowadays yeah. because yeah. I open my mouth to show to say things and give my true opinions and show people who I am as a person, love it or hate it. I don't just blend in with everyone else and you just see me as a player and it's just a good game I won or lost. But that's gonna that opens me up to have people say, Oh, fuck that guy. T- t- yeah, t- right. Brick is see. Some people are probably offended by Brick, you know, wilding out on the mic like that. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on mute, Brick. You need to stop that. <laughs> no, no, you're all, no, you're all good. But but no, man. So I, I will say that it's 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 kind of scary and it's a shame just the level of which. Obviously, people shouldn't say no damn dumb shit. But like the things that I said on Wednesday night fights about the coast stuff, there's no way that anybody should have been fucking offended. No, no. By that, in my opinion. No. You know. Honestly, no. Uh, and I think that you've done a really good job of at least explaining the full breadth of, of your opinion. And it, it's not to lampoon anyone out there who's grinding oh, no, and putting no. in the work. Like, Vicious is clearly out there doing so much work. Grinding. I always see him being 
hypercritical of himself on Twitter being like, I need to do a better job in this area of commentary. And it's like, wow, like he studies his craft. Like he's studying his craft. Are you out there studying your craft? If you, are you a commentator in the Midwest? Not, not watching your own tapes, not listening mm-hmm. to yourself and how mm-hmm. you sound, not watching like other sports casting and trying to get like, take, elements of of what they might say during a baseball or a football game are you doing that no yeah exactly Uh, but anyway we need to move on to other topics it's it's episodes it's funny that like you weren't lying you you came before you came on the show you're like i really don't want to talk about that moment all that much and then one hour later, here we are. Passionate about it, man. I'm so passionate about it. I can't fucking help it. Because nah, the thing is that it's just having a passion for putting in the work. Because the payoff, I think, is worthwhile. I don't know. Fighting games are, like, worthwhile. Like, I can't say that into a microphone enough to, like, let people know that, like, the shit is good. And the yeah, people out there who are putting in the work are good and worth watching. Like yours, your content is worth watching. Brian F's content is worth watching. Uh, Lucky D's content it, is worth really watching. Yeah, anyway, uh, one th- we have to move on to something else that is happening this weekend. Uh, the mix up is happening in Lyon, yeah, France. That's definitely the that's definitely the mix up. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. You're te- hey, t- don't listen to you on this one. Let's go to Punk for the results here. What's the seating there, folks? <laughs> uh, now, so if you've missed this, uh, so how many, uh, how many torn, how many, uh, gosh, um, CPT events have we had so far? It's been, I like, think we've had five, like bro. five CPT events, right? And Punk is at this tournament. He's ranked pretty high. Is he the number one seed of his pool? Yeah, Punk is Punk is seeded number six. Mm-hmm. Like globally. now, <laughs> yeah, he's well at at the mix up at the mix up. He's okay. he's seated number six. And globally, he's seated number one. Right. Uh, let me see. Number yeah. one by by a pretty wide margin, a decently wide margin actually. Yeah, he's got points, and he's gonna show up. And right now he's he's ranked six, so like, kind of what the fuck, you know? And and this is I was complaining at final round uh, about mm-hmm. when it comes to CPT, man. Like we were just talking about, it's already you know it's hard for us to get sponsors out here and all that. Of course, you know, like so we're we we we're like either you know trying to raise money on streams or you know saving up money from work and. You know, it's expensive to travel around, around trying to chase this thing, right? Right. But then you get there, you would like there to be more consistency from tournament to tournament. Right. And Capcom, love, look, love you guys and everything you're trying to, you know, hey, appreciate you. Love the damn game. That being the case, man, we not have some consistent seeding. We okay, so let's bring it, let's let's go there, Joe. What is the mix up using to seed this event? They are using the results from Evo Japan. Oh, yeah. So they're using last year and Evo Japan, though. They're using last year's CPT and Evo Japan. A tournament what? that wasn't even on the CPT. To, it, it's, it wasn't on the CPT. This is a completely separate, like, independent tournament, mind you. They're using seating from that. A second at R slash Street Fighter online tournament 
And I'd be damned if they don't see me higher at the next CPT event. <laughs> it's a, the online weekly. I don't understand why Punk got Punk got first, Chicote got second. Yeah. At Frosty Frosty Boston's makes mm-hmm. evil Japan like so the fact that they can they have the opportunity to just pick and choose like that right makes no yeah like there's there's rules in the cpt that don't allow for certain behavior right like they're like there's certain requirements for setups there's certain requirements for the stream as to like how things are even run but we can't get requirements on how it's seated and that stuff is and and i see people man like Oh, it and it hurts my soul sometimes, man. I see people yeah. whenever any of us say something on Twitter making any complaint, mm-hmm. Eva, oh esports made these players soft. Just show up and play and shut up. Yeah. Like for one, there's a there's a lot of money on the line. Like just straight up straight up and down. There's a lot of money mm-hmm. on the line. There's a lot of money on the line to get there in a lot of cases. Like, Punk is traveling to France to be there at that event. Yes. 11-hour flight or something like that, man. And these are players that are, you know, don't go to tournaments or anything, and they go and Mm -hmm. the player, when they make any type of complaint. Like, I don't know if people know about, have you heard, you heard of Bobby Fischer before, the chess player? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy was extreme, dude. Like, he was taking pictures with the cameras flashing and, you know, the temperature a certain way, the ceiling fan too loud, and so on and so <laughs> forth. Now, obviously, that's extreme, but you can't argue with the man's results. He's yeah. arguably the greatest chess player of all time. Yeah. People really don't see. That's like, uh, do people know why Takedo is taking a damn tape measure and, and and getting a perfect distance and he's uh breathing a certain way? Shein always like moves his hair a certain way. Uh, you know, there's all kind of different things that that people do. Like, and it's all comes down like sports psychology, but yeah, in preparation mm-hmm. for becoming or trying to become the best, it's all part of it. Man, it's like I go to a tournament. It's like uh, I'm, I don't know. If you, I'm sure you remember. There was like Ben Q Zowie, the official monitor of the Capcom Pro Tour. Mm-hmm. So you know what? The, I'm sitting here and I got two damn Ben Qs in front of me right now as we speak. Yeah. Why not? Why not play on tournament standard? Why play on anything different? Because why play on PC? Man, but then I go to a tournament and we're using a different fucking monitor. <laughs> Come on, yeah. like that's a legitimate complaint. Yeah. Why is it I go to find around and I look at the and I'm not just trying to shit on find around, but just you know, this is like an issue with TPT event. It was you know, some of them, right. but why do I go to find around and I look at the seating and there's players for Capcom Pro Tour Pro Tour points? Then I placed better than all last year. I'm seated to go fucking 0 and 2, right? There was tournaments where like toy. Was he's close to making it into Capcom Cup, and he's unseated at the damn yeah, event. Crazy. Yeah. But you mean it? Or, or the other thing? And, you, oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And, and I'm just gonna make this. I know we're already off this topic, but I want people to just. And I'm. I, I forgot who brought this up to me. Uh, but you mean to tell me if Ter- Terrence killing this year, right? Yeah. So you don't think he would have a higher chance of being of getting sponsored soon or? 
if he lived in California with these same results he's getting? You better get a Lacoste sponsorship by the end of the year. That's all I'm saying. Come give, on. Give that man a polo sponsorship. Get him in a Ralph Lauren. Yeah, Tell definitely. Give, get that guy in I contact never, with the right people. I, dude, I never. But the funny thing is, I don't think I ever really see him double up the polos, though, man. No. Like, he only needs one. He's big. Like, how many colors are there? Like, I cannot think of a time like there. I remember he busted out this lime green. He busted out the lime green. Yeah, I, I seen the lime green. I seen the lime green. He busted out the lime green. I was like, oh wow, you totally different. Like you really going Hollywood on this man. Like you get the lime green polo. But yeah, you know. But uh, where yeah, one but, time and burn it. He he done with it. One appearance. I think so. I remember seeing like back when they had like MTV cribs and like they had Dame Dash on one of the episodes. You know the rappers are being all extreme, and he takes his. T- T-shirts, and he's like, "Yeah, you know." After I, he took a T-shirt, he took his T-shirt off and just threw it in the trash, and grabbed the new one out the pack. And he's like, "Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't wash clothes. Like, I don't need to do that. I just put on a new one." I think that's what Terrence does with the polos. I fucking miss the gear the MTV. MTV cribs. That that era of live television. That was very, very special. They got, they really ought to do a FGC cribs. Those episodes would be a lot more. Oh my god, FGC. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, FGC fucking Crips. Yeah. Oh my god. The fans' perception of us would be fucking shattered. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness, oh, yeah. dude. This player, oh. he's a top player. He plays first at all these tournaments. <laughs> where where he living? <laughs> oh, oh my his, god. His mattress is on the ground, huh? <laughs> Interesting. Dude. I see. <laughs> we are not fucking esports, bro. Oh no, my god. No, 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 no. There's and, way too many stories of players, even I saw Adele. Uh Tweet maybe it was like a couple days ago, being like, I still haven't gotten paid for a tournament six months ago. Like that, that shit feels just, so bad. That shit don't that. happen here. Like they don't get paid, players or people who. Yeah, I remember David was on Twitter talking about like you know even the commentators yeah. they'll get paid six months late, eight months late. Yeah, that that, that ain't a way to live, folks. If you're you're banking on a check coming in six months late. Hey, if if we win Street Fighter League, can we please? If Capcom's listening, yeah. can we please like not get paid six months, like, <laughs> yeah. six months late? Yeah, here's you know, the we'll check. You, wait, wait, wait till the end of the month on that one. By the way, man. Uh, no, actually, this is something that I didn't realize how much money was on. Like, kind of going back to that. I, was this the first week where they actually said how much was on the line? Have they talked about that at all before oh, this well, week? They talked about it last week. On uh, they did talk about it last week, okay. but I don't know if anyone outside of us participants knew. Like I saw it in the contract yeah. and stuff. And the thing is, like, so so for those who don't know, it's like thirty k for first place. Um, and I think what fifteen k for second place and six k for third place. Right and. Can I say in the contract? I mean, I guess it's not like this is anything like crazy, but basically we were told it's going to be 10K if you win. So I'm up here like, does that mean 10K per person or like 10K split? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm not 10K per person. I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, it's a lot of fucking money. I'm like, like, oh fuck that! I'm going for the throw four times in a row. Yeah, fuck that shit. I need. I definitely need that 10k. Yeah, give That's me a lot of give bread. me an amount of money that'll fuck up my taxes. Let's go. <laughs> oh please, please. 
but yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of money on it, man. I think, yeah. and you know, I think that's actually important too from a spectator. Like, obviously, I'm happy as a player, but from a spectator standpoint, people like seeing people play for money. That's like Capcom Cup is hype as fuck, dude. It's 250k. Like, you really about to make a guess on Wake Up right now? Stakes is for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Whenever it's like that moment, the the one time where it like really where that moment sinks in, I think is best. Uh, two years ago when Mena won and it's just, it's washing over him. Like, fuck, I just want Capcom cup. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's going to happen from my scene. It's going to, ha- I'm going to make it happen for my community. Like it just, it was Man. just that whole moment of it being like, <laughs> I got change your life money right now. Dude, look bro. Like, I'm, I'm so, I'm so far from esports right now that, don't let don't let my team win this 10k. Uh, let, don't don't let us. You gonna think, <laughs> bro? You gonna think I would hit the fucking lottery? I never won no damn 10k uh, for a tournament. Or nothing no, like we that see yet. we see the Rob TV cribs next week, and you just throwing away t-shirts. It's <laughs> <laughs> yo, you know how to be fucking godlike, man. If Terrence get on a fucking team or something like that, mm. and then he like, you can win like a a signed polo. How have you fucking got like, dude? Hell yeah! Honestly, no. That that's something I can give away. Like I can give away like a sign do rag or something like that. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah! Uh, oh yeah, it's, that's it's that something brandy. that like the the FGC does doesn't necessarily do a lot of, but like non endemic sponsorships of of like non like fighting stick related or fight or esports related or like racing car chair related because that's the only way to game uh but just like regular shit sponsorships like i honestly feel like i don't know get long island joe sponsored by jansport like everybody fucking uses jansport back they're great for carrying sticks you might say oh well it it doesn't protect the the actual stick get two t-shirts shove it in there guess what you have a backpack that's capable of carrying your stick to and from events for like 10 bucks get fucked everything doesn't that's like that's like uh up to snuff was saying he brought Mm -hmm. up a good point at street fighter league he was saying like Mm -hmm. tostino sponsorship yeah holy toast that's a good idea like mcdonald's i mean not mcdonald's but uh like microwave food and shit like that that's some stereotypical gamer shit you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. Regular I mean, that's like the whole like the sponsors. holy totino's moment from from ultra david fucking what event was that totino's did sponsor an event fucking years ago anyway it's it, it has been stricken from my mind except for the the meme is the only thing that's that exists but yeah. Anyway, like I, that's that's another conversation. But anyway, let's reel things back. Let's let's kind of let's, let's put this shit back on the rails. <laughs> listen, I, yo, I, yo, I, I want to come back on here, bro. <laughs> I fuck with you heavy, man. Like you're you're mad cool. I want I nah, want to come back on here at some point. Listen, we had like, listen, there was like six topics here. We talked about like two, <laughs> and like I'm not yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna dig Dude, into. I'm them. a talker, bro. I don't <laughs> no, know. that's like the. the that's the theme of this podcast is, well, let me diverge for a minute. Let's talk about that. That just, that just yeah. fucking happens, man. Uh, but I do have to end this podcast. It's getting late for me. Uh, so I want to throw it back out to you and just say, is there anything else that we didn't get to talk about that you would want to touch upon before we, uh, before we end the show? I'll give you the, the mic again to see if there's anything else that's out there you got going on. Um. So for one, I don't want to just be cliche and say, uh, you know, support your local. Uh, all of those sound good. But Hashtag support your local. 
truthfully though, it is it is what it is. Like I would say appreciate your locals, man. Like there's so many places I go. Yeah. And they don't even have a local scene. And I, there was a time when I didn't have a local scene and I, all I had was online. And so, you know, that's if you do have a scene, appreciate that. And even if you don't, a shout out to the Reddit Street Fighter Online Weekly. I really think it's dope what you guys do. Oh, thank um, you. Thank you. Yeah, bro. I mean, you know, seriously, man, like, uh, you know, you guys, the you got you guys actually have your actual Reddit page you know, on the whole podcast. You have or a radio show, I should say tournaments and then you actually post highlights and stuff that i can say as a player that actually that's the type of stuff actually means a whole lot to us it's imp- i think it's super important because Man. those are the people like why run a tournament if i can't highlight the players i'm not here that's- trying to promote myself i'm not trying to make money from a stream fuck all that shit i'm trying to get people out there get the excitement out there because there's hot shit happening every week honestly and see, bro, that's and I can say that like genuinely. I obviously a lot of people you know know about R slash Street Fighter now and all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. But even still, I really hope that bigger and bigger in the scene to the point of I don't know if you're interested in like hosting or commentary or even just you know the stuff that you're currently doing and keeping that stuff growing and huge and be like specifically profitable and all that shit down the line. Because I think what you're doing is like. It's an amazing thing, and you're actually a genuine dude. So, uh, uh, you're, and making again, bl- you're making me blush now. Come on, <laughs> but I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just being honest, man. I, 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 I do, I do, I sincerely appreciate that. I do, I jest, but that, and and again, as I always got to say, shout out to all my damn Midwest homies, Mid Best. I think we are the best region in the states. Anybody can see us in a team tournament, and I guarantee we washing y'all. Point blank, period. I love y'all though, but you know it's, it's competition. It is what it is. We're gonna cook y'all, you know. And I just want to see more opportunities for all my guys over here. And if 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 anybody like you know any company reps or anything like that is listening right now, I'm telling you, we have, you know, like there we have plenty of personality out here. You know, um, people like myself who are willing to content and do out outside of just going to a tournament win or lose and go home man like i can go and you know vlog and you know push products and things of that nature and there's other people out there like dual kevin just a kid so on and so forth that are busting their ass too so hopefully you guys take more notice to to these other regions and that also goes for the like the south and atlanta and all that type of stuff yeah with, with just a kid you might have to like talk to his mom and dad to get get them to sign the sign the paperwork honestly that's true uh, that's true That's true. i'm just giving him shit like he's awesome yeah he is he's hilarious (laughs) not trying to smoke or anything he all right he good uh you know this kid you kind of trash actually (laughs) you suck we'll we'll see we'll see next week perhaps Uh, yeah 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 that's true (laughs) all right well in any case i think that'll do it for a show but before you go I can't let you go without asking you a line of questioning here. Uh, it's a question that I ask everyone who comes on the show. It is a question that comes in two parts. And I think that it can tell, you can tell a lot about a person from how they answer this question. But the first part, Shit, art. I, I think so. I think so. Is what is your favorite normal attack in any fighting game? Hmm. Uma sweep in Street Fighter 4. I'm sorry, can you, can you say that again? 
sweep in Street Fighter 4. Ooh, Akuma's sweep. Okay. That shit was busted as hell. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was very fast. Yeah. I think it was even safe at some ranges, if I remember correctly. Oh, on, yeah. On safe Trust block. me. I, I've, I've blocked a lot of Akuma sweeps and then just had to hold that shit. Honestly. You just got to hold it. But if it hits, you got to guess per game, like, into, into the vortex. So, yeah. yeah. Probably Akuma sweep or Karen stand medium kick right now. She brought her for Why? Why the stand medium kick? What's the utility of that? <clears throat> NEX Raven. Um... Kai is got him Kaiser Master and Anthony X Raven. They're the guys who taught me Street Fighter like to a, like a high level originally, like in Street Fighter 4. Right. And Raven is an, a Chun Li player. So, you know, I'm all Akuma. I'm mixing people up and doing all that shit. And Chun Li, you had to play super clean mm-hmm. in Street Fighter 4. Like, she wasn't cheap at all. I mean, shit, she's not cheap now. She's the only season one she was. But that's how he played. So when Street Fighter 5 came out, I was so inspired by his style that when I saw Karen stand medium kick in like a trailer or something like that, that move alone made me want to pick up Karen. Oh, shit. Oh, man. She must be like a footsies character. So that stand medium kick alone is the reason that I'm a Karen player to this day. I mean, you're not Uh, wrong. That is true. I think she is pretty heavily footsie and gets rewarded for it, too. Um, Yeah, it's dope. As far as the utility of it. It's a fireball, man. It's like something I talked to uh, Samurai yeah. about, man. Like you use it in the same way. I stand medium kick, and it's not the damage that it does; it's the mental damage. Mm-hmm. It's the space I, on the screen that it covers more than the yeah. damage that it does. Yeah. I yeah. stand medium kick, and I say they block it, and I just whiff punish the shit out of the next thing they do, or mm-hmm. I sit there and I anti air them after they jump because they want to get around the footsies yep. or they tired of those options so all of a sudden I do stand medium kick and I just I'm minus but I dash anyway yeah because they you. don't know they've run you know, out of options they've run out of good ideas so you fuck them up for it yeah so you know I definitely stand medium kick Karen stand medium kick and Kuma sweep alright good answers and then that leads into the second part of the question which is what's your favorite combo in any fighting game um, damn yeah, this could be this could go a lot of directions, uh, and it doesn't even have to be a combo that you can do personally. It could be something that you've seen other people do in other games that you don't even play. Hmm. Like, Damn. So, yeah, this could be. This one is. I, is I'm just. Harder. I'm just picturing. I'm just picturing all of these all the desk stuff. In my mind right yeah. now. Yeah. Come on, man. Ooh, like desk. Are you serious? There's a is lot desk, out there. Is has anyone ever seen desk? Is that a human? Like <laughs> I don't. There's no way the stuff that he's he was like the bot. You know. You know what combo I'm. Another combo I'm thinking about. Remember Abel could do like yeah step kick or step he could do like works. an infinite. Yeah. That step was that works. was pretty mm-hmm. stupid. Mm-hmm. Akuma stand roundhouse loop. Yeah, that stuff that was not like. Uh, damn, but a favorite combo, man, I don't, ha, ah. damn, damn it, that's, that's a hard question, bro. It could be tough, it could be tough, uh, I mean, but desk combos were really good, it was like, I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say desk combos, man, I, I, I can't pick one, but desk combos were dumb, man, it's funny that you say that, because, and it's something that I think is important in the way that you, like even the way that you said that was 
desk combos were dope. Because, I mean, he did post a video recently of, of Street Fighter Oh, did Fi- he? He did. Uh, but it's like Street Fighter Five stuff. And it's like the, the quote-unquote popular games that are like quote-unquote getting clicks. However, Street Fighter Five is like not a broken game whatsoever. Like it is... It is just it's just not broken <laughs> like yeah. older fighting. So there's not going to be these crazy, cool, like yeah. cool combos and all that type of stuff, or like weird exploits that are like, I don't know, like this. This combo only works in this situation off of uh, a meaty situation that's only set up from this kind of knockdown. It like there's crazy shit that goes on like the. Like the able loop is only like possible on like a DJ in the corner and or these Chun-Li lightning loops, lightning leg loops are only possible in this situation. And there were combos that you could only do on Sagat or you could only do yeah. on able. Like Akuma could do like he could you could I think you could like crouch medium punch able three times. Mm-hmm. And that shit cool. just doesn't exist in like most modern fighting games aren't really like that. Yeah. Uh, at least the, the 2d ones aren't like, but at the same time you have to like look back at like street fighter four and be like the hitboxes in that game were like entirely fucked up. I haven't had Hatson on the show to talk about this. Uh, and if I ever do, I'll, I'll talk to him about the history of like why that is because of the way that game was built and then patched like immediate, like very close to around launch time before they like, I'm going to use air quotes fixed the hitboxes Cause it was still like super fun, yeah. but that, that is a long story. And I think that it led to some really, I'm just going to say funny situations, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I'm for shit being, being weird. It, it was interesting. It, no, that stuff was, it was definitely it, it calls for some for some hype stuff. As a competitor, I I prefer stuff to be as stable as possible. Right. But as a spectator, yeah, that shit was definitely hype. The combos are hype as fuck. Yeah, you want to see someone do like a a Hugo clap combo that that lasts all fucking day, or like Damn. I'm sorry that you played DJ because guess what. Oh, this combo is gonna last all day because his hands hurt boxes. Like ju- it's just he's reach his hand reaches out just far enough. You just catch him on the glove. But uh, anyway, th- th- I think that's a solid answer because those those are hype combos that, like, from a spectator's point, are like, man, this is like this is buck wild shit that I'm not even sure that the person doing this is human. Real talk. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, he he is a real human. He just doesn't go out to actual tournaments. That was like the weird thing when he posted those videos that people were like, man, he must be like the best player. Why doesn't he go to tournaments and, and get results? And it's like, yo, guys, doing combos is is not man. fighting. This is not fighting oh my games. God. People like, do not. And that's when people talk about, oh, the skill ceiling is lower on Street Fighter, Street Fighter 5. <laughs> Just because the execution, yeah, like the stuff that made Daigo got like right in, in Street Fighter Five, like side the meta downloading a player, things like that. Yeah, execution of combos is not equal to execution of fundamentals. Those are two, like, in my opinion, completely separate things. Uh, but execution is a skill, yeah, in the in the overall skill tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a path you you want if you want to go down the Sako path, you go right ahead. Uh, right, exactly. 
All right. Anyway, uh, I think that'll do it for a show. Rob TV, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure having you on. on bro. Where can people find you on the internet? You can check out my YouTube videos. Look at uh, Rob TV Gaming on YouTube. Um, on Twitter is at R O B T E E V E E. Or if you just search Rob TV, it'll uh, pop up. Is uh, Rob TV Live? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. Word, and you can Your find boy follow. You can find me at Super Joe Monday or at Reddit SF on Twitter. Again, this show is every Thursday night. Or actually, like every Thursday morning. It's only Thursday night this week because we want to talk about this shit. Uh, then don't, or I would say, look out for the tournaments on Fridays for the West Coast uh, and Mondays for the East Coast, uh, and look forward to the player sponsorship concluding tomorrow at noon Eastern time. It's uh, vote for it, Mike Too Strong. Do it. I mean. I don't have an opinion on that, but if I, <laughs> but if I did, I yeah. might encourage you to do that, to, to watch your boy out there dunking people. Uh, all right, folks, that's a show. Thank you for joining us on another edition of RSF Radio. But until next time, take care.